You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. McDavid comes on. Hounding McCarr. Pass got past the stick of Dreisaitl. And here's McKinnon You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Tuesday. Coming up at 20 minutes, Lightning Bats, your favorite place for today. We'll get to some baseball home run props on a big slate of uh, MLB games, including a doubleheader. But right now, we talk some hockey. The Stanley Cup playoffs, the Avalanche are in. Now they await the winner of the Lightning and the Rangers in the Eastern Conference players. Joining us to talk about it is Alex Smith. He is on the Roman guest line. Alex, welcome back to the show. Happy to have you. Uh, The Avalanche punched their ticket last night in a sweep. Are you surprised how quickly Colorado was able to dispose of Edmonton? Yeah, I was. I I didn't think this was going to be that quick of a series. I I, actually bet that the series would go uh, exactly six games before it started. And I thought, you know, with, with, uh, you know, McDavid and Dreisaitl, uh, I thought they would have had more of an impact. And there were a couple of games where they were just, uh, you know, completely just off the score sheet. And the last night was, was you know, a different story. Drysaddle had four assists. McDavid had a goal and two assists. Uh, they did all they could, and, and they, they played their hearts out in a, in a do-or-die spot. But, uh, you know, it was, you know, game one was an absolute mess defensively. Uh, and then game two, like I said, McDavid was just held off the score sheet. And Colorado just found different ways to beat this team down and take care of them in the sweep. So uh, hats off to the Avalanche for the way that they were able to, to dispatch now two teams this postseason in, in four-game sweeps and uh, the Western Conference champions for a reason. Yeah, better than 6-1 to one have sweep, and they get the job done. So we, we'll get to the Eastern Conference, but when we look at just the Avs and the updated cup odds, Wow. As uh, they've locked their spot in, the best price you can find is minus 200. Once we get the Eastern Conference opponent, what do you think the odds are going to be? And do you think this is just going too far as, you know, if Colorado is going to be in that minus 250 range going into the final? Yeah, I mean, that, that's a bit steep, especially when you look at the fact that because they, they you know, swept, now they got to wait a few days. And, you know, we saw with at least at the beginning of the, the Tampa-New York series, Tampa had nine days off, and it seemed to really kind of affect them in those first two games. They were able to kind of rally back and, and, and take game three, albeit it wasn't uh, the cleanest of, of wins for Tampa. So you wonder, you know, after seeing that already happen in one series, and of course that, that's still pending, but, you know, Colorado, is the rest going to help them or hurt them? That's something you always have to ask whenever you see a sweep uh, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. All right, let's talk about Tonight's game, I already bet the Rangers on the money line. I feel like the Lightning might be a slightly better team, but I think Igor has outplayed Vasilevsky in the first three games. So you're giving me the Rangers, a team that has a chance to win at, what, plus 150? 
Um, curious your thoughts on this one. Yeah, that's a, that's a great price, and I, I wouldn't argue with that at all. The, the bet I took, I have Tampa Bay on the first period puck line, so laying a half a goal at plus 155. And that's just basically going with the fact that if Tampa's going to win this game, they have to dominate early. They, like I said, they, they were fortunate in my eyes to win game three because, uh, you know, the first period was kind of a slow, dull spot, and they were, you know, trading blows back and forth in the second period. And, of course, like that late goal uh, for Tampa to give them the 3-2 win it was not a clean win, which, I mean, at this point, it doesn't matter how you win it. It's just, you know, as long as you get the victory. But I, I think New York still has the edge. Like you said, Vasilevsky has been outplayed by Shesterkin, uh, which is incredible to believe when you look at how great Vasilevsky was in the sweep of Florida. And even in the first round, at times uh, when they had to come back against Toronto, of course, they had that that streak of 18-0 uh, and 0 snapped where, you know, uh, a win off of a, of a loss in the postseason – so, you know, you wonder with all the, the big-time hockey Tampa has played in the last two years, uh, you know, as back-to-back champions, maybe there's a little bit of, uh, you know, they're kind of just falling apart a little bit, running out of steam. I said, you know, the, the, the balloon theory. There's air coming out of the balloon with, with Tampa Bay. And New York's playing their best hockey right now, and it's because of Shesterkin, and you got guys like Mika Zibanejad uh, scoring goals left and right. The biggest thing for this in this game and, and this series moving forward is teams have to stay out of the penalty box. We saw of the five goals in game three, four of them were power play goals. Jacob Truba took three really bad penalties in that game. Nikita Kucherov had a, a four-minute double minor for a, a reckless high stick. The, the team that's going to win this series is going to be the team that, that stays out of the penalty box the most. And you can't afford to give either one of these power plays chances to score. Alex Smith joining us here, coast of the Ice Guys. Talking NHL postseason, Colorado in. We get the Rangers and the Lightning uh, game number four tonight. Alex, when you look at uh, different ways to still bet on this Rangers and Lightning series, obviously you could take either team to win the series. You could take each game by game. I always think the um, the handicap for the series is interesting. Uh, you seem to be leaning towards the Rangers, and you seem to like what you've seen so far. Would you be willing to go as far as Rangers minus a game and a half, which means they'd have to finish this uh, series in six or, or less? If you do that, you get – you get plus 156. Do you feel like the Rangers can not just win the series, but take care of Tampa Bay before we get to seven? Yeah, I really do. And like I said, I think this is obviously going to be the true pivotal game. I feel like if, if the Rangers can win here on the road and go back home for game five, they can wrap it up there. So that's something I definitely would, would look at and endorse. Alex, let's, uh, let's play it out with the three teams still alive. Uh, if Colorado wins it, who wins a con Smythe? And let's do the same with Tampa Bay and the Rangers. Well, um, if Colorado wins, I'm hoping it's it's Kale McCarr because I got a plus five to one ticket on him uh, right after the Nashville series. But uh, you know he's not really been the the best player in, in on this team throughout the postseason. He's had some great uh, efforts as well. But Nathan McKinnon has just been absolutely electric, and I think he'll probably be the guy uh, most likely to to hoist the the con Smythe that the Abs do win it. Uh, on the flip side, you know, you look at Tampa Bay and, and uh, New York, you got to go with either goalie. You know, uh, Vasilevsky, his numbers have been absolutely outrageous. Like I said, despite the fact he's been outplayed the first three games of this series, uh, this guy's one of the best goaltenders in the world for a reason. And Chesterkin's slowly coming up to, to that, that echelon. He's going to be most likely the Vesna Trophy winner, uh, and he's been the guy to carry them afloat. You look at goals expected above average, uh, it, it, you know, the Rangers have led – that category throughout the entire postseason. So his saves have really kept them afloat in many of these games and, and, and throughout this, this postseason. What about the total five and a half? 
the under the last two, ended at five, and then we saw kind of a surprising goals galore in game one, eight. What are you thinking tonight for the total? I think it's, it's kind of a, a correlated thing. If you like the Rangers, you'd, you'd be looking towards the under because that's, you know, you're going to need, like I said, uh, Shesterkin making big saves, you know, limited uh, time in, in the penalty box. You're going to see a, a, a much, much more tighter game. But for Tampa to win, uh, it would have to be the over. You'd have to look at, you know, Kucherov and Stamkos and those guys scoring goals, like I said, early and often. So that's the way I, I would play it. Like I said, I lean toward the Rangers in this game tonight at plus 150, although I do like Tampa uh, to at least jump out early and, and get a lead. So I'm more than likely going to be, you know, like I said, I'm riding with Tampa first period puck line. If, you know, if, if they cash that and it's kind of a sloppy one uh period for Tampa, then I might come right back and bet uh, Rangers live, and I might even look at the under as well uh, because you get a, a better adjusted price for the one nothing game after 20 minutes. You probably get a six and a half potentially. Alex, as we look forward, obviously we're not sure yet who's going to play the match, but you can kind of get some of these updated odds and, and prices and, and bet on it now before we know. So we're looking at Avalanche minus 230 or the field, obviously would be uh, the Rangers or the Tampa Bay Lightning plus 190. If, if you had to play that right now, Avalanche, we know we're in minus 230 or the field would be the Easter Conference at plus 190. How would you play that one? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Uh, I mean, honestly, it's just, it's just really hard to go against Colorado right now. In my eyes. Like I said, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, of course, with them having these, these few extra days off. But I just like their style of play. I like how they can, you know, they can batten down the hatches and, and get defensive. And we've seen Pablo Francois play extremely well uh, in the absence of Darcy Kemper. Now, Kemper, of course, will have the time to rest with this, this uh, apparent eye injury, uh, concussion-like symptoms that kind of took him out of this series at the, at the very beginning in, in, in Game 2. Uh, so we should see now, you know, if he's healthy, he might come back in. Uh, or they could ride Francois, but either way, I feel confident enough with them with either goalie in there and the way that this offense is rolling. Even with Nazem Kadri going to be out the rest of, of the postseason with that fractured wrist, uh, they still have enough horses offensively to to handle either Tampa Bay or New York. So I'd have to look at Colorado. Uh, Alex, we've been seeing uh, the the winners come out for the NHL regular season and the awards, and you know something in the NBA this past season. With with the way the voting has changed from year to year, I wonder if I'm going to bet on it moving forward. Like ju- I just disagree with uh, some of the thinking there. And then, you know, it used to be okay. Most improved was the most improved, and now they they end up giving it to a superstar this past year. It's just just silly how they change things on, on the fly. A- anything stand out with the NHL awards? Anything that you strongly disagree with, or did the voters get it right? Yeah, I really disagree with uh, Gerald Gallant not getting uh, Coach of the Year. They gave it to, to Daryl Sutter in Calgary, and he did do a good job, of course. But Gallant, if you look at his last two stops, Vegas and now the New York Rangers, in his first year he's taken one team to, to the Stanley Cup final, 
And right now he's got another team with a 2-1 lead to possibly go to another cup final. I mean, this guy has really been literally disrespected in the last couple of times he's been fired. He got left at the airport when he got fired from the Florida Panthers. Uh, you know, Vegas kind of unceremoniously kicked him to the curb as well. This guy does not get enough respect and credit in my eyes. He's one of the better coaches in the league, and I think he deserves the Jack Adams Award this year. Any top goal scorer, where are we looking tonight? Well, like I said, I would look at Nikita Kucherov for Tampa Bay. Uh, he's been a bit quiet. Like I said, he's, he's, he's done more harm than good, especially in the last couple of games with, you know, taking some dumb penalties. Uh, so that's, that's my look for, for Tampa. And for the New York Rangers, I've looked, like I said, Mika advantage at him. I mean, it's not a lot of value in that, but he's just a guy who has been stepping up night after night, uh, finding ways to score. Uh, you know, and, and this is the time of year where, you know, you don't always want to look in the bargain bin. You want to look at those top guys because those are usually the guys that step yeah. up in these postseason games. So I, I would look at Zibanejad for, for the Rangers and Kucherov for the Lightning. Alex, um, you mentioned Kel McCarr earlier in the Conn Smythe and having a future on him. If you look down the board, who would you like there, other than Cal McCarr is plus 195, to win the Conn Smythe Trophy? I mean, I see Shashurchin at 8-1, to one, Kucherov at 14-1. We'll see which one of those guys are actually in. Is, are there any long shots you could see um, on, on any of these three teams? Obviously, Colorado is in already, so they, they have the upper hand. But any, any long shot you could see for a Conn Smythe? Because uh, there's some big odds out there. Once you get past the first five, I mean, it's twenty-two to one or longer right now. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Chesterkin. I think that's I think that's actually great value for him uh, at eight to one because here's the thing with goaltenders, and, and we haven't seen a goalie. Uh, you know, we've only seen two goalies since 2012 win the Smythe Trophy. But the thing about that is, let's say the Rangers do advance and they have a tight six or seven game series with with the Avalanche. It's just Chesterkin with his numbers he has already, he could easily win it and the Rangers lose the, the finals. Uh, last time we saw that happen was John Sebastian Jaguar with Anaheim in 2003. The Devils won the Cup, but, but Jaguar, his numbers were, were brilliant, and he took home the Smythe Trophy. So I, at 8-1, to one, I think that's actually some decent value. I, w- I would have him probably higher, more like 4-1 to one or 5-1. to one. Uh, So that's something I would, I would definitely look at. Long shots, I try to look for long shots in, in early in the postseason. At this time of year, the guys who are at the top are there for a reason. So there's, there's no reason going uh, dumpster diving anything past twenty to one, honestly. Wait, well, let me let me ask you about that because I'm surprised at the Adam Fox number, and I understand what you're saying about Zabanajad, and he has 24 points in the postseason. Well, Adam Fox has 23 points. Is it just because he's a defenseman and we don't see see it much? Why the disrespect? I see him into the 20s. Yeah, and, then, you know, and that's the thing because you know we talk about with, with with the awards in general, you know, for more well, the regular season awards, but there's kind of a little popularity contest involved in there too. But you look back to the last two years with Tampa Bay, I had Braden Point to win the contest both years. This is a guy who, before he got injured uh, in this postseason, he had 60 points in the last uh, 45 postseason games. He easily could have won it each of the last years. Instead, it went to Victor Hedman, who's more of a, a star the NHL trying to build up, and of course Andre Vasilevsky last season. So it's tough, you know, when you have a lot of guys that are stepping up and playing big, some guys get, get thrown out of the shuffle. And, and Adam Fox, being a defenseman, he's a young guy. He's a great, talented player, uh, someone who's going to be, you know, a, a big star for years to come. But, yeah, he, he, I can feel where he might get kind of left out in the, in the shuffle here despite having, like you said, 23 points. All right, this might be crazy. I'm staring at Rangers, minus one and a half, alt puck <laughs> line, plus 340. <laughs> Yeah, you that's ate it? Too crazy. That's not too crazy. I mean, and and, and Cooper's the kind of guy where you know if, if his team's down, 
uh, in the third, you know, he won't wait until maybe the last two minutes to pull his goalie. He'll, he'll pull Vasilevsky with four, four and a half minutes left, especially if they get a, a power play chance. So, you know, you, you'd be looking at a good spot where, you know, Rangers might be up 3-2. They pull a goalie. Uh, you cash that, and like I said, that's a, a nice hefty price for for puck line owner. Have you ever? Do you ever place any of those crazy puck lines? We're about thirty seconds to sixty seconds to go here, Alex. Do you ever do those? Because th- th- that's where value is. Yeah, I used to do a lot of puck lines, but the last three or four years, I've seen teams really uh, missing a lot of empty nets. They're just trying to chip the puck along and kill off clock late. So that's the one thing that does scare me about puck lines. I don't play them nearly as much as I used to. But uh, but every now and then I'll take a shot, and especially when you talk about plus three forty, that that's nothing to sneeze at. It's great stuff, Alex Smith, co-host of the Ice Guys and a sports handicapper for Against the Number. We'll appreciate you hopping on. He was on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for you all for the comfort of privacy of your home. Go to getroman.com/slash/betql now to get fifteen dollars off your first month. That's getroman.com/slash/betql. On the other side, our lightning bats home run props for this Tuesday up next, right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.